Hey everyone, welcome back to the TBH podcast. This is episode 7 now. Episode 7! Um, Getting closer to the end. <laughs> yeah, the season's almost over. So, um, actually, our last, our previous episode, um, mm-hmm. we talked about standardized tests. Right, and we talked about how that was one of the, one of the aspects of college applications. Yeah, I mean, of or something course. that, you know, especially college is abroad for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, standards tests are, of course, important. But, you know, there's everything else. You have GPAs. And you have... Extracurriculars. Extracurriculars. That's Which is what we're going to be talking about today. That's the topic of our podcast today. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's uh, go into extracurriculars. Um, yeah. Of course, there's many different types. Uh, sports, which is the most common one. I think that is, yeah, just... Yeah, sports, then you've got, you know, performing art, dance, drama, things like that. And then you have visual arts, which is for really talented people. Yeah, people who can draw. Again, I envy people who can draw. I feel like in every episode, we, like, name a type of person who we envy. Yeah, yeah, I envy people who can draw. Please, I want to be like you. <laughs> and any other type of extracurriculars are people who attend, like, club activities, like, like MUNs. MUNs. MUNs are, I think, also another major extracurricular, especially in our circle in our in our school especially yeah lots of people go for MUNs um I don't know why because I never liked them because it's because MUNs show a very global perspective and it does actually look a bit more shiny on college apps because it's like you know you're solving global issues and world peace and you know all that stuff but I mean actually solving that that I agree with actually the entire purpose of MUN before it's like a mock United Nations so you are getting into it and you're trying to solve issues but now it's very competitive it's Um, very it's unnecessarily competitive yeah it's it's less about finding solutions it's more more about about winning winning yeah 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 and if you win you do yeah, yeah, I had like an online month because of COVID, obviously. And uh, my God, the people there were so mean and <laughs> rude. And they were like very harsh, you know. I, like if you slip up somewhere in the GSL. And uh, very, it's very uncomfortable atmosphere. And I, I personally wasn't even sure I was going to be able to do anything. Because it was like that constricting, you know. But I understand that because all the kids who are going for MUNs are all under the pressure. Because the MUN isn't even that important unless you win yeah you know you can't you can't just say that oh i've like barely participated in like 10 muns but if you say i've won um whatever stuff you can win in like six out of ten muns that i've attended it looks good yeah i mean or just don't mention it at all (laughs) (laughs) yeah or just might as well just don't mention it (laughs) no but like as far as i could tell like the kids in the mun like the ones who weren't able to get one of the three places they were really stressed out in the whatsapp group that they made because you know again covid but um it's something that i felt really bad for you know because obviously it is like a stressful time you know you're putting in the dedication effort to something that yeah you like. you're studying you're researching about you know your country and your gender whatever it is and and then for you trying but then you're not as good as other people who are there and because of that you're compromised a little I know, and it's, it's a really competitive world it's in very competitive. Um, But I don't think all extracurriculars are like that. But the pressure that you feel, like, like I know right now we're talking about it specifically to MUNs, but I can apply yeah. to sports, performing arts, and visual arts. Anything new, anything. any extracurriculars you'll do, 
you're bound to feel some sort of pressure to live up to a certain standard yeah. which will make it look because even in our school and things like that they tell you oh if you do a sport you have to take it to a really competitive level and you have to get there you have to be that good see if, if you don't get it to a competitive level there's no point in even mentioning in your application yeah then you can count as like a simple activity but if you wanted to count as sports like an actual extra extracurricular mm-hmm. then you need to show merit that's one really um important thing when choosing an extracurricular you need to have Yeah. Above all, above anything else you do, you need to make sure you have a talent for it. You need to make sure you're good at it because, yeah. and and I think finding out what you're good at comes when you're younger. Because I remember when I was younger, when I was tiny, my mom would send me for like tennis classes. My mom would send me for the gymnastics classes, and I think this is all trying to scope out the field to try to figure. I feel like I've attended piano classes as well. Okay, <laughs> I've, I've done a lot of things when I was younger, but. Um, None of them ever panned out because I I can't play the piano for shit. I hate sports, and while I am flexible, I cannot. I am I'm not tall enough to reach the bars. Bars of what? Oh, gymnastics. I'm not tall. Okay, like other people would just jump and get it, and like okay, yes, I get it. I was like tiny. I was like a ten year old or something, but like like the instructor said, "Let me up, so I can hang on to it." I thought you were talking about um, metaphorical bars. Oh no no actual physical gymnastics bars I was not tall enough to reach those. Oh I remember in actually our school when I was in prep like five years old four years old like in kindergarten, um they had something called monkey gymnastics. Okay it was really <laughs> that's weird. adorable. So uh, of course there was like this bunch of kids who would exchange their flex with they could get their like their heel to touch like their forehead like yeah. twisted all over in like these weird positions. But then as long as you attended the class you got this monkey sticker. So that was like a huge flex, okay? You get like everything. You get like secret privileges to like oh the high society kindergarten. Um, t- it's so sad that that type of like society thing is still here now. Like you do really well in sports or whatever extracurricular, you take it to that level, and then you're regarded as like, wow, you're like, oh, you're really good. You got like mastery in that skill or whatever. Yeah, yeah you get some sort of. monopoly over others when you're good at sports because i feel like when you're good at anything else if you have established if yourself you're something to be the best of your the best or at least one of the best you do have authority over other people who enter into that field that does yeah that i agree i feel that's, that that's a little sad i feel that people should just be pursuing extracurriculars because they're interested in it or and and like while as you said it you made a point that you kind of have to be good at it if you want it to count for college mm. and yes fine you you might want to have extracurriculars that you're good at but other things that you just want to get into for the sake of getting into it no, nothing should stop you for that from that definitely yeah. i mean one of the, that was actually the main point of you know universities requiring extracurriculars because they want to see your personality aside from just scores on a paper so when you're actually dedicating time and effort into whatever piano lesson you're taking or violin or maybe your artwork or whatever sport that you're pursuing it shows that you have like that dedication a dedication you have that will to do and keep doing whatever you're doing and you're a unique personality and you're bringing something new to the university that's one thing that they hugely look for mm-hmm. they're looking for what distinguishes you from other candidates and what better likely. way to do that than extracurriculars because yeah. nothing else will tell you your personality other than what you do outside of school <laughs> yeah like extracurricular literally like out of the curriculum what do you do exactly and see that's the one main reason that universities universities require extracurriculars and 
another reason why schools also like strongly recommend you taking extracurriculars is that it creates a holistic learning environment because yeah. you're not only cramped by just academics and just constantly like figuring like cramming and kind of understanding what you have to do yeah, how to get the exactly. highest score and when you're like younger especially i would say at, at least until 11th grade your extracurriculars your sports your music playing whatever it is that would be like a time for you to relax and yeah. get over the stress of academics but now because we're all in the college we're getting into the college mindset and application mindset and things like that it's all like you have to do everything you can to boost your extracurriculars and so some people are actually giving priority to that over their academics yeah that is so something there's a little bit of a there's kind of an imbalance there that's something that's always going to be there because um it's it's inevitable look no one can be perfect at everything okay sometimes you're either like really good at academics or you're really good at um extracurriculars and see if you're dedicating more time to one or the other you're going to lack in the other one that's how it works so if you're paying more attention to your academics and you're not spending enough time in your extracurriculars hence you won't be as polished as other people in the field but then if you are spending like a lot of time on your extracurriculars and not paying attention to your spot he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna keep calling it that because <laughs> uh, it kind of describes everything because it's it's like once you reach that perfect area but uh, it can take a lot of time to reach there I don't, I don't think like yeah. I don't think I've reached there I feel like I care more about my academics than my extracurriculars well again I guess that depends on the university you're going to yeah right now uh, I'm just hoping that like it will work out I mean some certain universities just prioritize your extracurriculars you know they really enjoy if you're like a sports fan or if you're like a really good in some sort of new talent aside from academics uh-huh. but certain universities only look at your academics yeah so i suggest like when you're entering that high school competitive like phase just understand where you want to go it's very it's good idea to and have the thing a is like yeah group. if there are there are sports scholarships that's a thing yeah definitely. that's a thing like they don't give you scholarships for like doing music i think unless you're going to a music college i think but there are sports colleges of uh, sports scholarships for colleges <laughs> and that's if you are the best at whatever sport you're playing and if you've like taken it to a really like, national or another competitive level like that yeah so um when we're talking about taking these kind of stuff to a competitive level most parents are huge advocates of that as far as i know like um i know there's a couple of kids in our grade who oh, are yeah. like national level tennis players and golf players like swimmers and, swimmers and everything and um, because of that uh, I do understand that there are a lot of expenses that go into it because yeah. you're dedicating a lot of time money and effort into getting where you are right now yeah to getting the proper training proper resources to push yourself to those limits of course and I know that there are kids who uh, sometimes maybe take a year of homeschooling but that's because they genuinely spend time and i know that they love the the, the extra sport or whatever sport that they're taking right so i i know someone who does chess right and the thing is he's really good at it but i think he wasn't like he has a good ranking i don't know how chess works but i think he was staying a little bit stagnant for like a couple of months or so and his parents gave him an ultimatum they said that oh if you don't you know progress more or grow more improve more in the next year 
we're gonna have to stop this and we're gonna have to you're gonna have to start focusing on academics because he's younger than me so until now he's been focusing on chess rather than academics and he's been able to get away with it because until like you know ninth grade none of your academics are really that important, important. so now his parents are saying if you don't make a big difference in like from what you are now then we're gonna have to drop this and just so that you can focus on your academics that's really sad because i know he really enjoys chess yeah he does he does so I, i'm pretty I, i don't know how it's gonna work out especially because covid hit now and i don't know what he's doing about chess thing now i i, I hope it. it's all fine chess is an indoor sport you can play it for real long, but you should be I, i just i genuinely don't know i don't know if they can do online tournaments of chess Why not? i mean they can't i think that makes sense I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> But anyway, the point stands. If you want to get to a competitive level, you have to throw everything into it. Yeah. So that means no matter what you do, you're gonna have to compromise on your academics, and that's some that's a risk that you have to be willing to take. Mm-hmm. And you need to understand. See, if you're aiming for like maybe an Ivy League and you want to get on a sports scholarship, do it. You know, compromise that's your academics good. and be extremely good in your sport. You have to be. See, like but that's one. the thing. If you want to be extremely good, you kind of have to have. the capability to do it you have to have the talent to do it yeah. you have to be good at it right so it's it's no good it's 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 not beneficial to keep trying at something that you're never that you're not really like talented in or you're not good in it's like me trying to get in on a sports scholarship no matter how much i push myself i will never be that good because i was not meant to be an outdoor person i was not meant to be a sporty person and especially in like a short time yeah even if the even from the four years you have in high school before college starts that's not enough to completely change your standard of living to go pursue something but see, i don't think it is when you try out stuff like at that early age you kind of identify where you are good and where you aren't like yes me, yeah like, like me for example right like my bas- the, the basketball coach at our school he asked me to go and join the basketball club because apparently I was tall and I was supposed to be good at basketball <laughs> but I missed almost every single hoop okay I couldn't do it but then you know I found swimming and that's something that I I was good at so then I stuck with that for a while I mean now I realize that the university that I want to go to doesn't prioritize sports yeah no, it's not so fair I understood that you know I can't compromise my academics for that so I decided to compromise my sports for that mm-hmm. and like on my hand like when I was when I was younger when I was like six or or something I, i got into dance and that's the one thing i'm still sticking with that's the only extracurricular i have right now that's because it's the only thing i can do well i think mostly <laughs> but the fact is that if you've been pursuing something since you were younger and you're good at it don't give it up actually yeah that's because one. i feel like a lot of people do that like a lot of people might like pick like picked up music or something when they were younger and they would have given it up to focus on their studies and maybe yes you can focus on your studies but just keep it there with you as well keep your extracurriculars with you and don't completely abandon them yeah definitely i mean one thing like i know we've continuously said that it's always a good idea to um be in a competitive level whatever extracurricular you do um but another option like sonia mentioned is if you've done it for like a very long time you know if you've been involved yeah. in the activities as a child and you're continuing with like your it shows how end. much like passion or love yeah. for whatever extracurricular it is it shows the dedication yeah it's something that's very impressive as well on a college application mm-hmm. um 
but of course uh one of the main things that i have to advise you is when you're starting out again in a competitive phase just plan out your road okay you need to know where you want to end up and in order to figure out where you want to end up just start figuring out which extracurricular you're going to take depending on that yeah that's a thing um there's also going to be the stress of managing too many extracurriculars so don't throw yourself into everything at once and like maybe i mean advising other like people in 11th grade now might be too late to say this but if there are any younger people watching this try different things out when you have when you're when you can afford to compromise your on your studies when your grades don't matter 6th to 8th grade your grades really don't matter and there you should try other extracurriculars out find out what fits you but then when you start high school you should only focus on that i personally don't feel that you should take up a bunch of things at once because that will bring too much stress on you as well and yeah that I mean, make it so much harder for you yeah more is not better okay just better is less is more less is more just do what you're good at and keep doing that and elevate it elevate it yes so um clearly capability is like a very huge factor when considering any of this so um, and you might like think that oh well i've tried a bunch of things there's there's like nothing i can do there's nothing that i that from what i've tried that i can actually pull off to get into that level that i need for college and i know it might seem like that but there would be something everyone has their own strengths when it comes to extracurriculars and you know it's you don't even have to do any of the mainstream stuff like you know like all the regular football basketball swimming type of thing you might get into like a kind of unconventional sport that may not be popular like fencing and that might really work out for you and that would also shine better on your applications or you may not even do sports you may even start like uh like a small business or something making your own jewelry and selling it oh that's, that's something that 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 would be an extracurricular you're doing it out of school and you are expressing yourself through creation and that might be something you're good at so you can like hand make jewelry and sell it to people and yeah. you know, get something out of that would a book club be counted as an extracurricular it would right no. it, yeah i mean yes. you can write about it definitely you mean if if it's like a solid thing that's that's the case and i would love to book club <laughs> yeah i really want but actually the issue in our school is that we don't have many clubs aside from sports i mean our school is very dedicated into helping us yeah to our embrace our sports yeah. i know they're really they're all right with you doing sports and spending school, time spending time on your sports i think that's the one extracurricular they favor out of all others yeah, but there's other schools of course in our city that don't value extracurriculars as much as, as much. our school does but uh, it's it's clear you know you can see there's a weightage you know obviously if you look at two applications there's a kid over here who has like 90% scores like their overall you know, let's say grades are yeah. 90% okay but then there's a kid who has maybe 80% but has a very very strong extracurricular base they're more likely to choose a second person rather than the first yeah especially if it's an extracurricular that no one's seen before and if it's something that they're really good at that they've done since they were younger or things like and that competitive <laughs> competitive oh my god that's like the word of this episode like i'm i'm getting sick of saying it and I, i don't i don't really like it because i feel like it puts too much like pressure yeah i don't mean but pressure. there's yeah. another word for it yeah i mean i i genuinely 
Okay, maybe in terms of sports, you might have to be on like a team that does competitions and stuff. But other than that, and you can't really have, you can't get to a competitive level in like art, let's say. But yeah. if you have the dedication to maybe like keep doing um, like art studies or portfolios or whatever it is artists do, again, I envy them so much. It will, it will show the dedication. You don't, it doesn't, there's no sense of competition there, but it shows the dedication and the passion you have. For, for your extracurricular, yeah. So that's that's also a way to elevate it if you're not doing sports or anything. Yeah, I mean, if you are like an artist or doing performing arts, like drama, music, and stuff, uh, I suggest like putting on a huge showcase because that again shows that you're willing, you're confident enough in your work in your ability. to yeah. portray it and expose it to the public. Because I know one thing, I know one issue between like most artists, either performing or visual, is that oftentimes they pour so much of themselves into the work that it's very hard to receive criticism for that and i understand that that's clearly a problem and i I know it's like an issue it's hard like exposing that kind of vulnerable side of yourself but um in order for it to be like a spectacle or something that's on the entire point of creating a showcase the point of a showcase is to show that whatever you're working on is valuable and yes it's a chance for you to express yourself and express whatever whatever it is you're feeling through your music through your drama through your dance or whatever and it's a chance for you to do that and to let other people know what you're feeling and that's the entire point of a performance and doing that would would be good not only for you but also would be good on your college applications is what i'm thinking you know there's so many talented people out there Then of course there's some who may not, may not have like the innate talent but they work really hard for it. Mm-hmm. Like I know this is a girl, okay? Uh, she used to be like she I used to swim with her like uh, in our classes. I know that she had such strict dedication that every morning at five when the water was ice cold, she'd go, she'd dive and she'd do like at least fifty laps, you know, sure of, like each stroke. And I I just I was like imp- so impressed. I was, I was I was basically shocked. Yeah. And because of that, right now she's one of the she's a great swimmer. You know she wins lots of medals. Um, and she may be aiming for states or national or something. Yeah, that's the thing. The the dedication to keep working through through whatever problems. If you're having problems with your extracurriculars, if you feel like you're kind of really not progressing or anything, the dedication to push past those blocks is what shows yeah. when you take something to a competitive level or, or when you elevate it to a performance level or things like that. That dedication, those months and years of training is what shows. And that's what's important. You know, I would have loved a drama club in our school. We had like proper drama club. We had drama in our school, but then yeah. once we reached a certain grade, they just like, kicked it out of our thing. They're like, oh, no, no sorry. All the other drama clubs that they attempted to start were all based on like nepotism and stuff like that. Oh, that's why it's so biased. Yeah, it's that's one thing that's very true, actually. Um, yeah. But anyway, oh, one uh, really big pro for you if you guys are interested in really boosting up your application, starting your own club um, in your school. Yeah. Like if you're showing the initiative that you're so passionate about something, you're willing to start like a whole new um, space in your own school to pursue your passion. Yeah, the, and you you take time out to like make a plan, talk to your 
head of school or whatever and thing to the authorities at school who are involved in this thing and if you convince them to create your own club it, i mean again do it because you're passionate for it we vaguely remember we had plans to start a volleyball club didn't we yeah and why why did we start a I volleyball don't know. club i'm uh-huh. not going uh, you should I, answer that question i'm not going to answer yeah. that question <laughs> I that was the, there was that one I mean like I never thought I'd be good at it I just wanted it but you know she she really practiced volleyball I tried to yeah but that was like that was impressive you know the short-lived passion the short-lived for passion for it <laughs> see that's the thing that's the thing about me I have commitment issues <laughs> when it comes to things like this so the fact that I've been able to stick with dance for so long it's really <laughs> I'm shocked at myself okay but I think it's because I started when I was young and i didn't have a choice when i was younger my mom would be like oh sonia go go for dance class is 5 o'clock go 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 so i have to go for class and oh. now i'm just used to it now yeah a lot of parents are like hell bent on extracurriculars and i think we mentioned the yeah. parent obsession in the last episode but, <laughs> but that's regarding standardized tests but like here too most parents are just doing anything to help get their kid into the university that they desire and um obviously extracurriculars most parents know are like a big big plus point in their application so they're just like push. i feel though that some parents kind of try to push too many activities on their kids that's yeah and that's not really good for them either because then the kid again would have the issue with time management they don't know how to balance their time nor then and nor do they know how to manage other activities and stress will get to them and it'd be yeah, awful it would be awful so i think parents children alike we definitely think we should all focus on one or maybe at least two types of extracurriculars that you're good at and that you show talent in and then you work towards that and you elevate it by the time you graduate yeah and have fun with your extracurricular please yeah don't 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 do it because it's a requirement you know if you like it then you'll do better at it so definitely yeah fact. if you like it you'll you're bound to show more determination and you know dedication to pursuing it further but if you're doing it because yeah i need it for my college applications it's going to show that you don't really care about it as much as you would it's very possible huh <sighs> well you know extracurriculars it's a good idea to have them though i would suggest that i envy people <laughs> who have extracurriculars there are people i know who are so good at sports and i'm like how do you do that what must it be like <laughs> i mean yeah that's it you're right it's a it's an actual talent but then you know i i want people to know that um please don't do extracurriculars only for universities yeah while for yourself while it is for the application of course it helps it look better uh it's supposed to be a hobby you know something that you're genuinely interested in pick something that you know you can carry forward even after university you know yeah something that you don't be truly interested in because you genuinely like it you you like it for what it is yeah i know uh sanya's mom still really loves dance yeah my mom so has been dancing since she was like young and then she gave it up and like for a while for her schooling periods and she got into it again when she was like older when she'd graduate when she'd like started working and stuff she got into it again yeah see the passion never dies and, yeah the passion never dies and i'm so i'm i'm, I'm inspired she's so passionate <laughs> yeah 
yeah see and it's possible so just don't pick something just for the sake of getting in somewhere and getting to some university you know yeah. pick something do something that you would want to do you would want to continue doing you would feel comfortable doing so it doesn't feel like work it feels like you're having fun even if you're practice like like that friend you were saying who practices swimming in the morning just does laps over and over again and while i know she would have like a goal in her mind that i need to get this good she still enjoys it for what it is and that's why she's motivated to do it because otherwise if you you need to have a passion or a love for what you're doing to be able to do it oh, i don't think i'd ever be able to wake up at 5 in the morning do you know how cold the water is at 8 in the morning <laughs> like it, oh, 8 in the I morning know, i know i don't understand that people have so much like i'm sleepy right now like i'm so tired and i don't know how they have that drive in them ha huh, but oh i remember not a lot trying a lot of different sports i think i tried out tennis too and Yeah, I think we tried our tennis together. We tried our tennis, we tried together. Our tennis together in school. Well, but I tried tennis out before that as well. But our instructor in tennis was like a freaking sadist. He was mean. He was mean. He liked to he would just like stay in the sun, you know, he just like I remember I had this really genius idea during my tennis thing and I remember it because it was a truly <laughs> genius idea. So, you know, your water bottle if you left it outside in the hot sun for like that one hour we did tennis by the time you drink it it's going to be look lukewarm okay heat transfer but what i did my 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 racket cover was white so i wrapped up my bottle in my racket cover so that it wouldn't absorb any heat from the sun mm-hmm. and so my water stayed great after that I'm sorry that she's I I remember I don't get very clear yeah, right? we would fight over Sonia's water bottle. Yeah, because I'd like use my hair tie and I'd tie the cover to my water bottle so there's no possible way for it to absorb any heat. Yeah. And then it would be the only source of water that was like relatively like normal temperatures. Yeah, and you know sometimes when she bring in bring it in like super cold because like the water coolers in our school had like really really cold water. Yeah. So she like pour into her water bottle and do like that all uh, covered in like a white uh, racket cover. And then like once the class over he'd run. He like <laughs> yeah. freaking run so fast like Sonia's water bottle we got like just like gulp and like, like you know in our kids sound like drinking water like, yeah gum 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 it's like crazy <laughs> so yeah that, that was that was one of the fun I think one of the only fun memories of that tennis class in school actually I don't know what happened to that song I don't know where he went I haven't seen him I don't even remember his face but I I, I, I vaguely remember his face but I, I actually I don't remember that's the thing I was never I was never good at tennis like I was eh like I could hit I could like hit balls if they were passed to me I could barely keep up a rally and things like that and I I was bad basically <laughs> I I wasn't that great same with badminton I used to play like cuz my friends were all like oh yeah so now let's play badminton together I was like okay cool and then I'd go and I stabbed I have stabbed my eye with a badminton racket cuz I took off my glass I w- I like that was the period of time when I wasn't wearing glasses and I I think I was trying to do some weird like backward shot or something. <laughs> and the the bottom of the badminton racket just stabbed my eye and it's the worst thing. Oh, I get injured in the weirdest ways doing sport. And one of my friends from Indonesia who was good at badminton on like, you know, yeah, playing with friends level like yeah, I I win between friends. She's actually taking it up to a really competitive level. Oh, wow. Cuz she's that good at it and she really likes it. She also I think still does football because when I was in that school 
she was literally the only girl who played football. And oh. she was the only one, I think, she was, I, I don't know what happened. I don't even know if we had a girls football team. We were all, like, really young then. But she was really passionate about it. Even though her parents were like, oh, I don't know if we can go for coaching and stuff like that. But she was still passionate about it, and that's what got her to where she is now. That's amazing. Now she's, like, a... Now she's like a sports, like, like I, 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 I haven't been in touch with her recently, but like when I was, she was like, yeah, I do badminton, I do soccer, we play very competitive, I go for all those overseas sports tournaments, and I'm like, whoa. Because when, the last time I was in Indonesia, she was selected to go for an overseas tournament, like a sports tournament, but her mom didn't let her go. Oh, wow. Okay. Because she was like, yeah, whatever, this is not gonna last, this is like a fluke. Then she actually realized that she had good potential in sports. So she's like, okay, why not? Go, go, go. <laughs> Get out, do your stuff. <laughs> so now she has that. And she's also, like, smart, I think. I don't know. I think we're just all dying under IB together. So I mean, that's a given. That's a shared experience we have with a bunch of schools around the world. We're all dying under the pressure of IB. IB. Yes. You know, I remember, actually, um, I took up shooting as a sport. Yeah! And <laughs> I was actually pretty good at it, like, towards the end She continued it. Uh, I didn't actually. <laughs> I had to stop because the thing is, um, towards the end, I was able to shoot everything perfectly, like bullseye. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, I actually was able to qualify for like a huge competition. But the thing is, um, they like come in and they ask you to like try out three types of guns, okay, and they figure out which one is more suitable to your ability. And I was really good at a specific type of gun that was imported, and. Um, for that important gun there was a lot of gear that you had to buy so you had to buy like really yeah you had to buy like this really stiff bodysuit that holds you in place and of course like goggles and everything and you know your aim had to be perfect your trigger had to be perfect i was able to qualify but because of all these additional requirements and the price was like insane and it was like some foreign tournament i chose not to do it because um anyway i'm going to graduate soon in like one and a half years it would have been cool, yeah, but then I, I don't know. I, I liked the sport, but I didn't have like such a huge passion yeah. for it. And plus, the university I want to go to doesn't even care about sports. So even if I spend all of this money on this tournament, it it's, won't even count. I mean, like, if it doesn't do anything towards you, it's really it's valuable. It's valuable. But again, like, I think we previously mentioned expense is a big issue when it comes yeah. to this. Like, you, gotta be, you gotta be willing to take the risk. Yeah, like that shooting tournament that I was about to go to was extremely expensive. But then, you know, I decided not to do it. But just know I can shoot a gun if I want to. I mean, pellets. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great thing to say to people. Like, yeah, you know, I used to train shooting. Yeah. For like a couple months or so. So watch out. <laughs> I liked the rifles, but I sucked at pistols. Like the pistol ones in my hands. It's like shaking. Because pistols are you have to do it with one hand. You have to stand like this. And go. Yeah, you have to do it in one hand. And then my hand is like this. It's like shaking. It's like twitching. And then, then like, my hands twitch when I'm about to write an exam paper. What are you saying? <laughs> like I can't. Like if you hold out your palms like this, literally one of my fingers will have to move. I can't keep this steady. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay I was just staring Again, at her hands. Another, right now. On, the, on another tangent. I think there was like an like flat line on our recording because oh, none of us were saying anything we were just staring at our hands uh, right. oh I tried out uh, one sport I uh, horse riding uh, oh, yeah. our school offers horse riding he's still school literally that was, I think that was the one thing that like drew my dad like to the school and we were applying yeah. he's like oh my god this place has horse riding you should totally try it out <laughs> nah I never did <laughs> but then in horse riding I remember I was like in 6th grade or something and I wanted to try out like a horse because that's when you're offered the 
extracurricular mm-hmm. so then they got like this really tall horse i think its name was like moonshine or something ah, okay. and then they picked me up they put me on the horse and i got so scared because it was so high off the ground yeah. and i was terrified and then i i was like no i'm not going to do sport i'm not going to do this it's too scary it's too tall by and then just like a year later i got my goat spread and i'm tall enough to actually ride it oh well see that would have never worked for me because i am still not tall yeah but see horse riding horse riding shooting they're all like not as mainstream as like soccer and basketball and stuff yeah but that's why our school is very attractive it's a very attractive option yeah because they let you like take off from classes if you want to pursue an extracurricular in like a higher level our sports fuss in our school are such a totally different tangent yeah like they're huge they invite so many different people we have like really crazy sponsors um and all the sport actually all the sports events in international schools in our city yeah. are crazy you know yeah, they have um celebrities coming in and being spokespeople and uh, there was like a other school they had like, yeah they had a bunch of like yeah. they had like a famous youtuber or something they had a famous youtuber and like, this amazing actor and i was like oh my god wow <laughs> Uh, I don't know how they get these. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but um but yeah, sports is given a lot of importance in our school. Sports, but but generally like I feel oh, extracurriculars yeah. as a whole is given importance in our school. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even our performing arts and stuff. We have like entire performing arts evening. We have art yeah. galleries because our campus is quite wide, so they like hang up all these amazing artworks and you can actually buy them if you'd like. Yeah, you can get prints of them. Yeah, prints like that. Again, I admire artists and I admire people who can play music and I admire people who can do sports. Like wow, that's so cool. It's such a cool thing. It's very it's it's a talent that not everyone's born with, so yeah. I mean you can still build up that talent, but again you've gotta have that dedication. Okay, see for certain things like art you can't You can't really build up. I can I can only draw a stick figure, that's it. No, but I mean suppose, suppose like imagine hypothetically you went under intensive art training for like For, for like, I don't know, like two years or something, like you, or like suppose like forget about studies, you only did art or something. Obviously you'd have to improve, right? But the wonderful thing about art is that I can paint a chair purple and hang it upside down and I can still count it as art. Yeah, that's true, but it's not gonna get you portfolios and it's not gonna get you Why? past IB either. Why not? Maybe I can take a, I can take a ladder. Why don't you try? Dude, I don't mind, I don't mind. I'll take a ladder, I'll paint it pink and I'll explain it's like a hierarchy for society. Boom. See that, that that I don't think that's gonna get you past IB. I'm not gonna lie. I think you need some solid shit for that. No, but like the kids who are doing IB right now, like visual IB arts, art, visual arts higher level. Okay. They are on a next level. I wow. The di- nothing but respect for them. The dimensions in their thing and like visual arts dedicate. You have to dedicate so much time to it. Exactly. You know? I feel like that's the most. I feel like maybe while it might not be, you see, you have to buy supplies. Yeah. Because you can run out of those pretty quickly, and you need to devote so much time to actually complete the artwork you're doing it's not like sports practices or music practices or dance practices where you go for classes and things like once you get past that level and you do things on your own your own portfolios and stuff you just have to spend time on it and it's really time consuming. you gotta have a patience yeah. i don't know the patience right i get so pissed i'm like why uh i was there knows there's a very long phase where i tried to draw stick figures but But I thought it was legit art, Sonia, at the okay. time. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. So basically, again, um, just try to elevate whatever extracurriculars you're doing. 
to another level. Have fun with it. And have fun with it, yeah. Don't do something you're not gonna have fun with. And if you... <laughs> if you have any... I mean, if you're if you're an artist... Oh, yeah, if you have you... art, please, please send us art. Please send us music. Please send us anything yeah, of your talents. Because... I don't know. If you guys are proficient, or like you know, even if you're not, who cares? If you if you have like an extracurricular that's unique or something that's really interesting, tell us about it. Tell, tell us about, about your experiences it. with extracurriculars. Yeah, message us at project underscore tbh on Instagram, or you can mail us at care.tbh at gmail.com. Please, please let us know we're waiting. You know. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, we better to do. We love yeah. to see other people's talents. It's honestly so fun to do that. It's like seeing other people's Spotify wrapped or something. Actually, yeah. If you guys have like um, maybe artwork, or you have like poetry or um, you know some sort music of music or article. Even if you have like write articles about your sports or journey, we'd love to publish it on our website. On our website, yes, that'd be so great. So, um, it's a great platform, and we really would enjoy you know viewing your stuff and your submissions. So please let us know and message us yeah. again at project underscore tbh on Instagram or at care.tbh at gmail.com just so you didn't miss that yeah <laughs> not like we haven't been repeating it for all the episodes so far but yeah. shameless plug-in but it's okay yeah. it's our plug-in it's, so it's our fine. plug-in so it's fine. <laughs> okay uh, thank you so much for listening and we'll yeah. see you next bye-bye. time bye bye